I am here with Aaron Lee. He is a uh, portfolio manager here at RBC. Uh, he helps people manage their finance. I have him with me right now. Uh, I'd love to. I love for him to answer some questions that I have uh, about his about his past and what made him get into finance. Uh, my first question would be, uh, what wh what was the thing that got you into finance? Why did you pick finance? I was always into numbers and, and money. I was always uh, aware of it during uh, school, and I always had this thought that I wanted to make a lot of money and uh, be just financially secure. Did your school offer any special courses that helped you get into finance? There were accounting uh, courses or um, credits that I could take, uh, but um, up until university, not really. Mm -hmm. And in university, uh, what courses did you take? Well, there was a lot of courses I took as a uh, economic major, but um, the part that really only helped me, in my opinion, was um, the macro and microeconomics, which was entry level um, courses in your first year of uh, economics. It, te it teaches you about supply and demand. And um, other than that, in my own opinion, graduating from school and learning business and finance and money is, um, the school is just prepping you to be somebody's assistant. Mm -hmm. So it's just very basic knowledge on broad topics which you cannot specialize in anything. So even if you do graduate in an accounting degree, um, you still need to pursue a few more years of studying and pre uh, preparing and taking courses in order to get um, the, the chartered accounting um, uh, license. Um, so that's a, a prime example where school doesn't really teach you much, in my opinion. Okay. Did your parents push you at all uh, in the in your finance field? I know it was mainly you. You were the drive, but were your parents supportive of it? Um, yes, my parents were supportive of it. Um, I'm an uh, I'm an immigrant uh, myself, so my parents wanted me to be a professional in 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 some sector, some field. I'd right. say, yes. Right. University courses. Do you think nowadays, since with technology, do you think taking some courses online that are that would be essentially free or very low cost, do you think they'd be better than university courses? Or would you say taking those university courses, paying that extra money, uh, taking that extra time to do that, do you think that's, that is still very beneficial to this day? I think it is beneficial not because of the course itself or the school itself, but because of the network you develop and the, the point that you're, you're not studying alone and you're, you need to socialize with your mm -hmm. classmates or with the professors or the TAs. I think that's very important. Um, I think overall, if we are talking about finances, um, whether in any field, they, you need to be aware of people and also indicators. So, for example, even in school, you find out about the professor you meet and talk to the professor. You talk to your friends or classmates who took the course before, and all these information are indicators for you to accelerate and do better. Um, whereas if you do online courses, the course material is could be the same or even better 
but you're you're doing everything alone. Whereas the moment you you're out of school, the most important thing is you're not working alone. Everything is interconnected, right. and you're working with people at network, and you're not really doing anything alone. So that's I think the most important thing. If uh, somebody were to um, have everything online and completed, uh, the material could be um, absorbed, but you're really disconnected from from the the school society, I'd say, okay. and that that's a lot in my opinion. What courses do you think should be added in schools, and, the, and that should be mandatory for students to take? Uh, managing your own finance, mortgages, uh, investing, uh, saving, um, all of that. But I think it's very difficult for the school to teach all that because once somebody really learns all of what I think the school t should teach, um, it would automatically come to a conclusion where every single student would doubt, so why am I in school? Because the school, you find out that it's a business at the end as well. Right. What were your most and least favorite subjects in school? I didn't like any of it. No, I, I, it was so theoretical and it was far from from reality. And uh, even if the theories were correct, it was very difficult to implement in real world. Um, again, it's, it, it's just my own opinion, but um, I don't think finance can be taught at school. How would you say schools could get closer to reality than they are now? Um, more of um, co-ops and um, having the students be uh, talk to you're doing a great job um, exposing um, various different people who are already um, in different fields and getting their opinion I think this is much more educational and beneficial uh, for for the students, um, the the school itself, I think it's um, very overpriced and it's a business model. Um, so I I'm 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 not too keen against it. Other than the part where um, you learn how to learn, I don't know if this makes sense to you. You're stimulating you're stimulating your brain to learn new things, uh, things that you may not be really really wanting to learn. So you could have, you're focusing on the subjects that I liked. I want to focus on the importance of studying for a subject or a course that you don't like. So you're, you're not motivated to study that, but it is important to learn how to push yourself and to learn, uh, learn how to uh, learn things that you're not interested in. I think that's uh, actually a more of a benefit than the things that you like to learn. Because with all honesty, if you're interested in something, you can definitely learn by yourself without school. You will have the motive. You will have the, um, the, the, the willingness to learn it anyway. So it doesn't have to be from school. Good thing about school is that you have to take a few courses that you really don't want to, but it's a mandatory course, so you have to. So... Um, do you really learn something out of that? Mm, probably not, but it's very good to stimulate your brain and, 
and uh, push yourself to build your own system to learn and uh, absorb things that you don't want to. Because in reality, in real life, we have to do things and learn things that we don't right. want to do as well. So did that answer your question? I didn't answer yeah, your question. No. You asked me about my favorite subject. I didn't like any of them, but um, it did help me um, to 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 learn how to learn. And also, you in this current system, you need a diploma um, in order to most likely uh, get your first job or get into the field that you want. It's just how. The companies normally filter out the the new employees, so um, you're doing it to earn that ticket for entrance. <laughs> right. Yes. For hiring an employee, let's say you have two employees. One is one has the diploma they need, or that kind of would be better for this job. One doesn't have the diploma, but is very uh, driven into what they're doing at the job and is very wants 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 to make himself better right um, who, would, who, who would you pick it depends on the position so I want to emphasize that um, sometimes I see introverts trying to be more extroverted and I see extroverts trying to be more analytical for example that's great but there's different personalities and different diplomas and different criteria that we need for different jobs or different positions. So if I were to have someone who's an analyst or somebody who needs to talk to my clients, I look for the drive uh, because all the other diplomas and courses could be taught or could be picked up along the way. However, there are positions, there are jobs, even within the bank, that if you don't have a certain diploma or if you don't meet the criteria uh, academically, you can't even start. So I personally like somebody with a drive better, and, uh, but of course it's great to have both. Um, it's going to be difficult to have just one uh, of, uh, or the other whether it's a drive or, or um, academically, um, the diploma, did you say? Um, so, but, but it's, it's different. It's, it depends on which position. But in my, for myself, I think the drive is more important because all everything can be learned, learned and could be picked up uh, along the way. Whereas um, I see a lot of young people, very smart, uh, right out of um, school with many licenses and uh, degrees and diplomas. And um, they're very entitled to start with a six-figure uh, uh, income job. I understand um, the entitlement, but um, everybody has to understand that we have tens of thousands of those uh, similar candidates um, with resumes um, wanting to uh, join the sector or the company or the bank. Right. Um, so what what do we see further than that is the drive. Okay. Yes. The new employees five to ten years from now, will they? Do you think they'll be affected by the leniency of the school system? I don't think so myself because I don't think school is that important. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's not. It, it's it's 
it's the the friends the classmates the interaction with the people that's more important so um, however the school changes I, I don't think that can be taken away was there a regrettable point in your career that you'd love to go back to and change good question uh, not that I can think of right on top of my uh, mind but I, I think it's because whenever there's a change need to be made I knew I would regret if I didn't so I did change dramatically with either what I was doing within the bank or um, whether it was a whole systematic change within the the bank um, um, the colleagues who didn't change quickly and adapt quickly tended to regret more and um, I didn't because I knew I was going to regret it so I uh, kept on changing and adapting as quick as uh, possible so to answer your question uh, sure whatever I am doing today I it would have been nice if I could do it earlier but then it was not realistically possible because I was out of school and my age and um, in order to do become a portfolio manager you needed five six or how many ever years before you could even earn that title so I was on a fast track already so it's very difficult to regret but I can um, imagine how much I would have regretted if I didn't um, change and adapt quickly when the, the, the change when it was necessary or even an option at that time what advice would you give your younger self um, all all what you think and you can imagine can happen so look forward look further out and it's just like if we were to we're here in Vancouver if we were to drive to Toronto we're thinking we're only thinking that we're going to go drive to Toronto and we're not thinking of too many of the small stops that we're going to make uh, um, mm -hmm. you know at the gas station and all this so all of that just just uh, numb it down dull it down just have a vision for a, f uh, a five or ten year um, place that you want to be or who you want to be and um, just uh, just keep grinding um, I was very focused on immediate six-month goal one-year goals and that really weighed me down a lot um, it's something that employers do to keep the employee employees intact um, but I don't think it's um, that the the short-term goals really matter or or help that much I think a long-term vision um, keep that and uh, don't don't think too much just just do it just do it so I would say that to myself I was I was thinking about the short-term small things um, and was very concerned of uh, little uh, right. um, things that were happening immediately that go you know in in time all of that is is it doesn't matter so that's what I would tell myself do you think schools should implement a wide variety of different courses so that a student who does not know what direction to go into would try all those courses and hopefully pick one that they'll go towards? Or because you, uh, you said that high school isn't too, too good, should, should high school just stick to the main courses and push you out to university? 
um yeah that's a, that's a good question i just don't think um it works for the financial world but if you wanted to become an engineer for example you you need to learn all the all the physics um uh, courses so it depends on the field um but coming to finance i just think it's very difficult to to be uh to teach it or have a course um in in high school that, that that that's all so school is good for many many different fields many different things but finance and money it's just so um it, it, it you have to pick it up in on the street <laughs> it, it, it's very difficult to learn through books when there's no experience so if somebody were to have a run a business or um, work in the financial world for about one or two years and then start um, learning through school or courses or books mm-hmm. um, it that person would be a sponge to absorb all everything and understand but I just don't believe that somebody who was in high school and then continue on as um, as academically to understand economics and the the financial world I just think it's very difficult I once heard from a billionaire who that person never hires a very famous person i forgot who she was um, she never hires someone who uh, graduated from one of the top business schools and just didn't have any experience that person would never hire that person because the risk of of that uh, candidate uh, thinking that they know um, things are are too great uh, when in reality um, there's it's just nothing's going to go uh, planned so that's just one example of how um, how the finance world thinks so to answer your question uh, courses sure there could be a course on mortgage there could be a course on interest rates there could be a course on uh, inflation all of this but it can it be really taught and can can somebody really comprehensively learn this and make sense out of the real world is very doubtful i think it's highly highly doubtful um, it would be like somebody just learning how to um, t- uh, dribble the ball on a basketball court just in, in in a small little booth and then putting that person in in a game it's just that person wouldn't know what to do and can't make sense of why uh, what he or she may have learned how to apply that what about the students that don't know where they want to go they're in high school they're lost what advice would you give them? Um, keep exploring um, non-academically, also academically and non-academically, so you find out what you like and what you don't like as a character. Uh-huh. So if you're, if you're in school, that's great. You can learn different subjects in high school, but you have to go out and start start doing a lot more things activities you it's 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 good to travel it's you have to see more and experience more and find out about yourself not about the world okay not about the financial sector you have to have multiple different events tough events bad events good events you have to meet different types of people and you gotta have a vague figure it, it doesn't have to be a specific real life that person but you can you can you can gather up uh, different traits and characters of different people in different fields and find out what you liked 
and then that's how you can form yourself and you can find yourself of who you are and what you want to do and by that time you will know what you should study rather than you pick a course and pick a major which is happening often and then you mm-hmm. go go to university and you study for about two years until you find out this is not for me so it's a lot of waste of time and money and it's very easy for somebody to get burnt um, so I think that's very difficult to do while you're a student because you're restricted by um, your parents curfew and your allowances and all that but right. um, oh a good thing would be try to try to find a place that you you think you want to work for if, even if it's minimum wage if you like this this type of field or activity or this kind of uh, environment go work there even if it's at minimum wage that that's that's something that you would find out a lot about yourself and whether or not you like that field or that kind of job mm-hmm. so yeah go find go find a go find a place to work and and make some money and and spend that money spend that money on the things you want to buy spend that money on the uh, on, on going to places that you want to go within your 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 parents and your your guide uh, boundaries and try to find yourself quicker rather than trying to find a field that that you like you'll you'll find it automatically if you find yourself what are your next big steps uh in in the position you are right now are you trying to aim higher or are you good where you are now or do you want to go a completely different route right uh my position um i'm i'm 40 this year and um i have another uh, 10 20 years um to to work and um, i finally um made myself built myself to be here so it'll be i look forward to um growing within my role here and um here pretty much the 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 limit is is very high i won't say the sky is a limit because i'm also an employee of a company if you were the owner of the company the sky's the limit but when you're working for a company or for a bank um, there are limits but um, i'm looking forward to grow within uh, my position and within my corporate for the next at least 10 years mm-hmm. could you think of one interview question that students could be ready to answer at a job interview wherever that may be um it's a good question um, a question that maybe you should answer the right way because if you answer it the wrong way the interviewer might view you differently uh, right uh, so I'm, I'm hesitating to answer because I do hire people but those people are already screened by our HR completely and then I kind of make the final decision. So okay. um, I, my interviews are not actually interviews, but it's more of a meeting. So I would uh, start off as uh, tell me a little bit about yourself because all, all the resumes, all everything, all the, all the basic answers, uh, uh, questions are, are answered by already the HR department. But what I think is important is the good, the great jobs are normally not paid well. It's, it's almost like an equation. Um, a job that, has, that could be turned into a career and when there's uh, enormous amount of growth um, uh, potential, uh, 
they're not going to pay they're not going to have a, uh, a beginning salary or or a pay that's attractive because of many different reasons there's competition so many people want to be there and also um, a, a job or a career that has potential to grow the employer has to pour so much money and effort to grow that employee so in order to do that it is very difficult to allocate more income uh, for the first hundred people who are hired so for example my position um, it's uh, it's I think it's public information uh, only about five percent of the people survive to be my position so if you think about it if an employee employer sorry um, were to have a glamorous pay to 100 people who only 95 of the people will leave then the company will go bankrupt so that's why initially um, it's very hard and tough and the pay is not great normally for for companies that have uh, great growth i'll tell you about uh, uh, software engineering companies or or um, those uh, tech companies startup companies you could be a part of the next amazon google microsoft but of course if you join a startup company um, they're going to give you shares and the pay is going to be very minimal whereas if you were to join microsoft google amazon then the starting salary is great but you're never going to be a partner of um, the the initial um, um, executives for example right so those are the expectations that i want to, sh to, to uh, emphasize um, Going back to your question, what's the question that I would ask is, I wouldn't ask a question, I would try to um, talk out of how much work-life balance is important to this person. Because I do not believe in work-life balance in the first 10 years of your career. You cannot have work-life balance and thrive in a career. There's no CEO, there's no owner, there's nobody, um, not Bill Gates, not anybody had work-life balance when they're building their career or their business or their life in the first 10 years. So I think that's a scam of work-life balance. You can have work-life balance when you can produce um, something back to the company. So very simply, um, I want to be paid $100,000, great. My question is, if you can find a way that you can help a company earn, earn half a million dollars or a million dollars, then that company would be happy to pay you $100,000. You see, so you have to start thinking on the opposite end, on, on, on the opposite side, not from your perspective, but from somebody who's hiring you. So when the work-life balance comes is you know so much of your job or of your work, of your business, of your career, that you don't have to grind and work 8, 10, 12 hours a day, but your opinion, your insight, or your idea helps make the company in the millions. Then you can go camping, hiking, golfing, and then come in for a meeting for an hour and, and give an idea that the company's going to thrive on and be paid in the millions. But when you're right out of school, what as I said, whatever you learn from school is just the basics of many different aspects of the financial world or any um, field, and therefore you're not worth that much, no matter how smart you are. You don't yet know anything. So therefore, 
if somebody is offering you a hundred thousand dollars, most likely, it's a lot of work that and、um, the incentives there. But there's probably not going to be growth on top of it. It's it's just an equation of how how the world works.、Mm-hmm. Because somebody who starts at、uh, even those、um, software engineering companies here in Canada, it, the the basic base salary starts high, but it、uh, it caps quite quickly around year seven. And even if you worked for a company for thirty years, it's not going to grow further. Whereas if you、um, my immediate team members、uh, when they started, they were on minimum wage. Now they're Now they work with me, for me, we with me for six years. They're already in their six figures, and、um, seven figures is also not 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 limited. So, but they were grinding. There were top students, top graduates, who worked for me at minimum wage for the first three years. So, and did they have work life balance? I didn't ask them to <laughs> work twelve hours a day. I didn't, but they did. And that's why they're valuable team members for my team or for this company or bank. So that's kind of something that I, although it's not part of your question, I think it's very, right, right. very important for everybody to know that、um, just like work-life balance, your starting salary and your growth potential will always be a juggle. Okay. So you have to find the balance. Are there any tips and tricks,、uh, maybe some psychology tips and tips and tricks that a person who's being interviewed could use for them to be more presentable or? Yes, yes, yes. Don't try to answer the questions and try to know everything. You're not supposed to know.、Okay. The company's supposed to train you, unless you're being hired. As a manager or an executive, students who are right out of school are not supposed to know anything. But you're supposed to come out with a skill set, which is learning, knowing how to learn. Is is all 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 what you what you've um, um, acquired from school? So, you should not try to be smart, but rather showcase how much you have l- learned. Uh, not the material, but how quickly you can learn things and how persistent you are,、um, trying to learn and trying to uh, fully uh, learn a material or or a task, is more important、um, because no matter what you learned, how much you learned, it's the 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 application to the real job is 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 very minimal.、Um, for example, somebody out of business school. Uh, if I hire that person, the only good thing is, oh great, for me in my own mind, is oh great, this person knows how to uh, uh, formally write a business letter, or formally write a, write an email. That's kind of the only thing that I like about somebody who came out of the business school. I think that's that could be an important subject, so that I can have this person start communicating with my team and my external partners right away without.、Um, Getting、uh, embarrassed, <laughs> so you see, the, out of all out of four year business school degree, that's one thing that I value, and it's pretty much the only thing I value.、Mm-hmm. If you know how to, 
use the Excel sheet, well, that's a plus. But imagine how much time and money and effort you spent to get that diploma. And if somebody hiring you is telling you that, I like the fact that you know how to um, uh, punch numbers in the Excel sheet and you know how to write a formal email. That's uh, kind of depressing, right? But that's that's a real world. Um, from that point, you're, you 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 learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, before we end off this podcast, uh, wanted to ask what your favorite book is, and what your favorite podcast is. Maybe some that might be beneficial for other students, or one that you love reading. Or I think your reading. podcast is great. Uh, before we started, I I heard a few, and um, it's great. Um, I'm. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more of a, a, a baby boomer generation, I think, and live a baby boomer generation. Although I am a millennial, so um, I, I don't listen to podcasts. But um, book, uh, just read any book that you can get a hand on. Um, there's um, sometimes it's it's even really nice to read something that's completely irrelevant to you. Uh, it's just stimulating your brain. Uh, but if it's uh, if it's about finance, um, the rich dad poor dad is a very good book um, to just uh, read uh, while you're in school because it's very easy and um, it's going to uh, make a lot of sense and it it, it really um, is closer to uh, applying uh, to reality. Yeah. And would you be allowed to mention the name of? a person you've worked with that is well known um i'm not allowed to uh um say any of my clients names um it's because of uh confidentiality um and i don't think any of my rbc employees are famous at all (laughs) (laughs) well thank you very much it's been an honor thank you hopefully uh some of my listeners learned something from this podcast thank you very much